Okay. Before we blow up the matrix, just make sure when you park your car, don't go anywhere near anyone's driveway and don't park on the yellow line. We had a, just a bit of a heart flutter before someone parked in their own driveway, okay? So they're allowed to do that, okay? But just, just we ha we've had a few things happen lately and uh, it's an easy way to get people offside. So um, we are going to be talking about a lot of supernatural things today, but please just be mindful of that. It's a residential area. When they bought here, they knew that. But that still doesn't change the rage, okay? I'd be annoyed if I couldn't get out of my driveway. So just uh, uh, take note, please. That's, uh, I should, didn't even have to really give the announcement, but we were running around. I even took a picture out there to shame them. Gonna post it up here, and Daryl goes, it's actually the person who lives in the house, owns the house, that's their car, okay. So I've gotta just pray so I don't function out of angry adrenals. Okay, um, I'm gonna receive our offering. So if we can put those details up, please. Praise God. And I'll give you a moment for that. And after we've given you a moment for that, we'll put up any other announcement pictures we need to do. Um, today's a moon today, so it'll be at the end of mic drop and I run out the building. Here we go, meet and greet. There we go. So we're doing that today. And um, there's been, there've been really good services and the Lord's doing things in the spirit, that's, that's for sure. It really, really is. Um, I never saw the whole Munter thing in my uh, radar for the future, but the Lord just opened it up. So, um, ancient wells, boogie boogaloo, okay? Boogie boogaloo. And so if someone ever asks you, if you want to open up conversation, so what did you do Sunday afternoon? Boogie boogaloo. <laughs> what? Boogie boogaloo. And then it's, there's your in, okay? It's all you evangelists, okay. Praise God. I think that's it. I'm gonna pray. I'm just gonna calm my adrenals and just get into happy anointing. All right, there we go. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for the spirit of wisdom and knowledge. Spirit of God, we welcome you. We ask you to help us. We thank you, Lord. I just thank you that, Jesus, you are the way and the truth and the life. And I thank you today for exposing the father of lies. We just thank you that the enemy can only speak out of his own resources. So today we just thank you, Lord God, for your word to go forth like a hammer that smashes lies. I thank you, Lord, for, uh, 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 for giving me the, the tongue of a ready writer. Uh, uh, I just thank you, Lord God, for the ability to articulate revelation and knowledge in Jesus' name, amen. Okay, all right, so. We've been talking about ascension and increased anointing is an evidence of that. Um, we've been talking about the sevenfold spirit of God. You've got Isaiah 11, you've got Revelation chapter one. And I felt for us to, we've, we prayed for everybody. And one of the things is this, is that you only get to keep what you give away. And we're going to, to blow some things up in the spirit today. Some of you guys have heard some of this before. But the Lord wants us to, to talk about wisdom and knowledge in the realm of the Spirit. Because we've been talking about how the world's been dumbed down. And there's a scripture, passage of Scripture where Jesus rebukes the leaders of the day and He says, woe to you. You have taken away the keys of knowledge and you have, you have impeded people from going into the kingdom. And I just think that, that if we think there's a matrix 
which is our sense of reality. Trust me, it's way more matrixy than your matrix, preconceived matrixism. Okay? So, what I, what I want to start with, we, we will be talking about wisdom and we're going we're gonna to pray. You know what's so powerful about wisdom is God already says, wisdom's calling out and God wants to give it to us. So when we say yes to wisdom, we're actually coming into agreement with what the Lord already says. Wisdom's crying out. But one of the things is we have to change how we see ourselves. We have to be careful that we don't see ourselves according to the old nature. We have to see ourselves as, if you see yourself as a history maker, guess what will happen? You'll make history. I don't usually get you guys to do this. Can you repeat after me? I am a history maker, a mover and a shaker. I am a change agent to expose the lies of the enemy and see God's glory manifest on the earth. You have to believe it. And so one of the things is that um, I'm gonna put a, a picture up in a second that, well, anyway, just put the picture up. <laughs> the first one, please, um, of the, uh, no, back, back, back. The, the, the first one, is, there we go. You can see where I'm going with this. Out, back, reverse, eh, no, nah, get rid of it. No, it's the line pick. Thank you. The line pick, there we go, okay. Now, thank you, Dunker. Uh, what I'll do is I'll, I'll describe it so in case I put the uh, whacked out order. Now, as you can see, the lion is very afraid. <laughs> He's looking away. And, you know, we did, the Lord did talk about a Daniel company. And, <laughs> and obviously that lion was on a Daniel fast. He's looking away because of the glory. Anyway, <laughs> I know, it's embarrassing, isn't it? What you don't see, there's a second lion underneath the... the, the the, uh, the bench seat there um, and uh, of the picnic table. Ironically, it's a picnic table, okay? So, <laughs> ironically, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you go, firstly, firstly, I did it as quick as I could and I wasn't in there giving it a noogie and a hullo. Look at the size of that paw. The size, I mean, now I have a big head. That's a big paw, okay? So I went in there and I was with Anna Mendez, she went after me. I was, I was the, I was the uh, canary in the coal mine. And uh, Crash Test Dummy Ministries Incorporated. So, so basically, it, it is, is I went in there and you think, oh, look at that beautiful mane. And you know, like that fur is so coarse and rough. It's like one of those old school doormats, you know, those, those brown ones. And no kidding, it's, it's crazy. And I'm thinking, okay, how did this happen? How do people get the lines to be like that? Now you look at that there, for, 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 you know some of my uh, ways to go to sleep is watch useless information YouTube. I'm a wealth of useless information. And I've gone through a whole series. I know all Australian cricket history, okay? Because cricket's not high frequency, but it's not super low. It can be low, depends if you're, if you're a slow scorer, right? But, but then, I, and then, then I'd watch nature documentaries and I'd start to hear the voice. And over here we have a pride of lions. And all of a sudden, like, lions can do anything. There's nothing they see that they don't see that can fit on a dinner plate. You see lions jumping on the back of, of, of elephants, right? 
So what you got is you got this guy, he was like, firstly, he's probably gone, oh, not, another, not enough meat on those bones, next. <laughs> All right. So, but you got to, like, like, so, so the lion, basically, when it was a cub, it actually got raised with dogs, so the lion thinks it's a dog. The lion thinks it's a dog. He's taken, taken his socialisation and social cues and everything like that from dogs. He thinks he's a dog. Isn't that profound? Look at the latent physical power and awesomeness of that animal. But what should be functioning as a lion is thinking like a dog. And what we have to do, we have to change how we think about ourselves and our God. We, we, there is things in the world trying to get us to think like dogs. But we're lions. And, and, and I'll tell you what right now is that you have to see that you're a change agent for history. I know when I got visited by that angel and he talked about a Daniel company and he said, Daniels aren't always high profile. They are more famous in heaven than on the earth. Don't worry about fame here. You're here for a mission to serve the King of glory. You wanna be famous there. So you've got people here who have more platform and influence we have to change how we think. Is it God doesn't see you any more or less? No, so what we've got is that firstly, firstly is, is a picture. I mean, we're gonna do a bit of, a bit of uh, um, zoology. So the next picture is, is of, a, of a wolverine. Do we have a picture of a wolverine? So we've got the lion, now we've got the wolverine. There we go. So that is Paris and Lawrence leading a wolverine to the Lord, right? And literally, don't hold back Paris, pray for the baptism, there you go. But he received Christ, this is some years ago now, received the Lord. I think there's another picture, is there another one? Let's just chuck that one up. He's chatting to them. You gotta understand, is that people aren't famous in heaven like they are here. You know, if you wanna be great, it says be a servant. Be a servant. So what we're talking about today is breaking the matrix you cannot see you cannot see according to the flesh. We have to break the matrix and you've got to realise if you believe it because Jesus lives on the inside of it, you are a history maker. And everything you do, um, you know, I'll be honest, is that, is that Russell Crowe says it in Gladiator, everything we do ripples into eternity. But it's actually a quote from Charles Finney. He says, everything we do and say has a ripple effect into the eternal realm. So, so we've got to start to see ourselves like never before as history makers because we're in such a historic time. You know, uh, I mean, you know, the internet was blowing up or, 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 or uh, um, social media was. There was some debate, you know, people were mourning a, a, a departed monarch and other people were debating lizard people and uh, it is what it is. And so that we're in such a, a, a historic time, 70 years, the longest, the longest serving monarch in the history of the UK. I've been to Westminster Abbey, I've, I've, the Cedar Scone, you've got the, just incredible, incredible. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about breaking the matrix and what that looks like, because at the moment is the change of monarch. I mean, you just think about it. I would say, I would say nearly all of us are used to having money with her face on it. And it's like, it's, 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 a, it's, it's a real transition thing because I believe the son's gonna be very different to the mum. And we're, we're talking, it is a very, very significant time. And so what we're gonna do, I, I, uh, uh, I give you the heads up, it's gonna be very, very supernatural. 
uh, an abstract and signs and wonders and you're gonna get it if you get it. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. But you'd be shocked how much you are in control, you and the Lord, rather than just a passive recipient of information and a victim of circumstance. You are not. You are not. Stop thinking like a dog. You are a lion. Can someone say amen? amen? To take authority, at least the very least, the line of the tribe of Judah is on the inside of you. So Christina had a dream a few years back. And as soon as I say your name, your heart starts beating like, I'm gonna get you up to get it and tell it. No, don't worry. She's <laughs> so she has a dream that, long story short, we're, we're in a, a, another church building and basically uh, uh, she, she got impeded by, she tried to get to Rachel and there was a, someone she knows, a Greek, Greek gentleman, and sort of slowed her down. And she tried to get to Rachel and then she tried to find me, someone again of, of, of Greek origin, and she, just, she already knows these people, I believe that, yeah. And she says, what do you think it means? Now with dream interpretation, sometimes it's easy. It just is, the Lord just tells you, or it's just a, you know, it's a Captain Obvious. And sometimes when you think it's Captain Obvious, there'll be a layer to it. Well, it bothered me and I didn't know what it meant for three days, three days. So did I just pray all the time? <coughs> what I did is I held it in my focus. I'm saying, Lord, what does this mean? What does this mean? This dream like this. And, and we were, uh, uh, Rachel and I were chatting. We were on, I think we were on, the, on a Voxer to you. And I remember, I'm saying, Lord, what? Help me, Holy Spirit. And I remember just turning my head to the side and I just, it's like I saw the answer there. He said, the dream is about the Prince of Greece and the Prince of Greece and how it's tried to destroy the church. And what's crazy, we're gonna go into a story with Daniel and this actually happened. Now who knows, this is the, 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 now firstly, this is all anecdotal. It's, it's accurate, but it's anecdotal. So you have to weigh and test, okay? Because signs are meant to make you wonder. <laughs> and there are signs and wonders. So, so it's interesting, who, who realised that prophetically, within the prophetic community, Donald Trump was seen as someone of Osiris. Who not? Yeah, yeah, that was, that's a fairly, so Isaiah 45 talked about Cyrus. Um, Donald Trump was number 45. And it actually said, so Donald Trump was uh, voted in uh, 2017, 18, 19. And it actually, when this, Christina had this dream, it was 2019 and in this passage of scripture, it said in the third year of the reign of Cyrus. This is very out there. What are the chances? Anyway, so it's now it's about the Prince of Greece. So what we'll do, if we could just put up Daniel chapter 10, 12 to 13, to start with please, Daniel chapter 10, 12 to 13. And so Daniel's been praying and the angel of the Lord turns up and he says, and he said to me, do not fear Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart to understand and humble yourself before your God, your words were heard. Now just hold it there. There's two times where Daniel prays. One time, the first time, is as the words are in his mouth, the angel turns up. But then later, his word, he was heard from the first day he prayed, but there was three weeks of spiritual warfare. You know, I believe the Bible says, no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ Jesus. And we say through Him, amen to the glory of God. And a lot of things where we think God's saying no, whereas He didn't say no, it's just got demonic interruption. 
and He's waiting for us. The, the waiting and believing process purifies us. It really does. If He who did not spare His one and only Son but gave Him up for us all, how shall not fruit, freely through Him give us all things? So here we have a, a, an insight into the spiritual nature of warfare. You were heard the first, the, the first time you say, Lord, He hears you, the, the, the moment. But we've got to learn to build muscle, don't we? And we've got to learn to go, you know what? It's sort of like, Lord, I just want my answer to prayer. Make the bad man stop. He goes, no, I've given you authority over those demonic powers. I've given you authority. He says, stand, having done all to stand, therefore stand. Do not, uh, to, you know, consider the, 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 the high priest of your confession. Hold fast your confession. So it was very, very interesting. So it says, it was heard the very first day. Uh, uh, your words were heard and I've come because of your words. Yep, next one, please. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days. And behold, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me for I had been left alone there with the kings of Persia or the prince of Persia. Yep. Is that the last one or do I have... That's it, isn't it? It is. Is there a verse 20? I think, I think that's it. Oh, here we go. Then he said, do you know why I've come to you? And now I must return to fight with the prince of Persia. There we go. And when I've gone forth, indeed the prince of Greece will come. This is where it gets crazy. You ready? I don't think we understand the spirit world like we need to. The book of Revelation, the apocalypse, the apocalypsis of Jesus Christ was given by an angel. An angel can step into your presence and you watch crazy movies. Here, what we have is we have the Prince of Persia and the Prince of Greece. Those two entities create times because he had to fight with an, a fallen being to change the mindset of the, of the emerging world. This is really crazy. So it's comparing the Prince of Greece and the Prince of Persia. So, so I, I'm like going, this is, this is crazy. And so without realising, we're going to, you can take that down now, thanks. Without, we, get, uh, 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 we don't understand everything we're taught from a young age is normal to us. So I went to a, a fairly well-to-do school. I, did, I ended up doing uni. Um, I'm well-read. I, you know, I, love my, I, love my, I love learning, okay? But when you start to dig down, is that a lot of the things that we've learnt actually aren't in alignment with what the Bible decrees as the kingdom of God. And you know, you go, I, when I see it, I'll believe it. And the Bible's the opposite. When you believe it, you'll see it. And so this is an actual, almost, we have to allow that to be deconstructed because the Bible says to him or her who believes, all things are possible. And when we pray, we must believe we have received them and we will have them. And it's like, it's very, very different. We need to, because I'm like, Lord, what do you, you know? Oh, here I am sending memes to my leadership team. They go, wow, you're really focused today, aren't you? And, and then I knew the Lord speaking to me about, He's speaking to me about, uh, um, about, about that wisdom, heavenly wisdom, heavenly knowledge. And so, so we're gonna pray about that at the end. But so the Greek empire started approximately the eighth century BC. Then you have Alexander the Great, incredible. Obviously he was in one of Daniel's visions. And about 146 BC, Greece fell to Rome. So all the philosophers that influence our thinking, Plato, Aristotle, Socrates, 
Their values and philosophies underpin our sense of reality. They just do. So you have Prince of Persia, which is primarily violence, the occult and bloodshed. So now he's saying, I'm fighting with the Prince of Persia, but the Prince of Greece is coming. What would be weird if we were to leave the Prince of Greece and go back into the Prince of Persia? Because what's crazy to think that fallen beings can manifest time. And it says, in, I told you we're gonna break the matrix. And it actually says, talks about the little horn, which people historically think is Antiochus Epiphanes in Daniel 7. Daniel 7, he will look to change times and laws. So we're talking about things being able to be changed profoundly. And so uh, um, we get things like democracy, the Senate, debate, reason, etc. You go, well, that's okay. That's better than crazy bloodshed and violence. Well, what you have is this. The Hebrew culture versus the Greek culture. Hebrew culture, God is central. Greek culture, man is central. We have to renew our mind to think differently because if you're central and you're having a bad day, your whole reality collapses. God help every narcissist. Because what happens, if they're having a bad day, then everything's bad. They actually can't transcend the, 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 the cage of their own emotions. But this is actually the values that underpin Western society. So in Greek, you've got intellectualism and philosophy, and it's elevated and it eliminates the need for God. Um, to Greek thinkers, success is defined by beauty, brawn, higher education, money and fame. Hebrew culture is to seek after success God's way and put spiritual growth that will impact every aspect of our life, body, soul, spirit, holistically. So you actually have, like it's a paradigm shift because the amount of ministry we do where someone, you, you, you're either crucified with Christ or you're not. And we got all these like uncrucified bits hanging around the place. It's true. And, then, and we have to counsel the uncrucified parts. And the Lord says, you're actually co-crucified. Put the Lord, it says, seek first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Kingdom of God and his righteousness. So, so we, we, they, they, you couldn't get two more opposites. So remember, he was fighting the Prince of Persia. And I'd say, I don't know, what was it? I can't remember, 600, 500 BC. But then he said, in the future, the Prince of Greece is coming. He was fighting the Prince of Persia, but the Prince of Greece is coming. The angels in the spirit realm, you know what's crazy? And I love thinking, I love processing aloud like this, is that an angel can see another entity manifesting. He goes, he's coming, even if it's like 200 years away. Is that crazy? 200, like he, he, angels can see through time. And, and, and fallen entities and angels can change time and create time. We can't see, see time as a constant thing. You know, the, I, I have really, really well earned trust issues. I've really earned them. I've only lived on this planet for 50 years and I can't get over the change I've seen in the last three years. But I wasn't here 100 years ago and 150 years ago. I have to take other people's word for it. And what I found out recently, not a lot of it's very true. Napoleon said, history is a lie or a fable written by the victors. And I found that to be completely true. 
So I have to, we have to lean into discerning of spirits. We have to learn, into, it says the sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. The amount of things said by public officials, present company accepted obviously, but the amount of stuff, you have to weigh it. You have to weigh it. Because it's got to resonate on the inside of you because there's so much going on. And so let's get back into the juxtaposition of the, of the Hebrew and the Greek thought. So Hebrew thinking is characterised to be dynamic, vigorous, passionate and sometimes explosive. The hills melt like wax in the presence of the Lord. Command this mountain to be uprooted and cast into the scene. If you do not down in your heart, the things that say will come to pass, you have whatever you say. Everything, everything can be moved. In Greek, in Hebrew thinking, every, nothing's immovable. The only thing that's immovable is the Lord. Everything can be moved. Recession, plague, uh, 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 cultural uh, 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 disasters, right? Everything can be moved. But Greek thinking is static, resting, peaceful and moderate. So what happens is the world turns to caca, caca, caca. Darkness, it says, behold darkness shall cover the earth, deep, deep darkness of people. And the church becomes resting and moderate and peaceful. I'm not talking about the Prince of Peace and, and, and being in the shalom of the Lord. Because you take the peace of God and you sit in that place of calm and you speak and you change everything. The church's response has been moderate. And I, you can take that a few ways. Whereas God's calling us to kingdom realities through that Hebrew mindset, everything can be moved. He puts kings up, He brings kings down. The church should be partnering constantly in worship, tabernacle of David, prayer and decree. Then strategizing. The amount, of, the amount of abdication that's come because we've been so immersed in, 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 in that Greek Western uh, state of mind where it's just moderate. Moderate doesn't cut it. The things that are happening in the world today are not moderate. They're radical. They're radical. So, so what you have is you've got the comparison between the two. Oh yes. Paul tried to get real clever when he spoke on Mars Hill in Athens. And he gave the most amazing dialogue, but there's no power. And a few, you know, he's preaching places. Power of God's manifest, the Apostle Paul. People are burning their idols, burning their books. I mean, bring the idols and burning their books, right? How can we preach when our books are burning? And <laughs> there we go. That'll preach. I love it, I love it. Peter Garrett dances like he's just walked through a spider web in the evening. <laughs> anyway, and so he sees a power of God. These men who've turned the world upside down. He goes to Athens, he speaks brilliant monologue. And they go, hmm, we must hear more about this Jesus, this unknown God. See, what happens is that Greek thinking brings you into a place like a link in a chain of Socratic reasoning, inductive reasoning, deductive reasoning. One thing leads to another, but it never leads to breakthrough. Never leads to transformation, doesn't lead to change. Mm, mm, very good, yes, yes, yes. Moderate, resting, peaceful. The world's going, vroom, vroom, and the too much of the church and the Greek mindset's going, mm, yes, 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 rapture, mm, yes, good. Mm. It's, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. You know, Jesus was so resting and peaceful, he flipped tables multiple times in the temple. 
It actually says the zeal of the Lord of the host will perform this. We've got to rediscover what that is. God's energy of manifest righteousness and justice through, a human, through human agency. We've, we, we, we've, we've built theology around our Greek thinking. Restful moderate, oh, don't wanna make waves. Man, the enemy is. And we are in Christ and we're empowered to be change agents in Jesus' Name. So uh, the spirit of Greece moves the power of God. It brings us into rationalism rather than being transformed by the renewing of our minds. We need the power of God like never before. Like never before, like they're like crazy supernatural. Um, Greek thinking is about observation, spectating and speculating, having an opinion. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people who got card carrying members of the over-opinionated underachievers club, okay? It's better to have a testimony than an opinion. Uh, they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the word of the testimony and did not love their lives unto martyrio. Okay. We're not called to be right. We're called to bear fruit. I'm gonna have an argument because I'm right. It doesn't work like that. I've seen two people right. And so, so even, even with a rational mind, it only, it, it only goes so far. Now we're not talking about kissing brains goodbye, but right now what we've considered solid, it's gone insane. Like the science, the data is in the science is settled. I've never seen more insanity in my life, never. But what happens now, what happens is that in my opinion now, I'm offering my opinion before I was also offering my opinion. So basically, <laughs> if you study psychology and the world went into shock and still quite hasn't recovered yet, people from lockdowns to mandates, they're in shock. Their whole sense of reality will and it just creates a cognitive dissonance or incongruence and, you, and, and it just, it, it, there's only, the, the, the human soul is finite and there's only so many algorithms it takes to hack through the firewalls to get people who are resistant to change to lay down arms. It's real friends. Study mass formation, okay? Professor Matthias Desmet, read a book called The Shock Doctrine. It's real, it's real. This is why the news of today is just belligerent dogma. There's no place for public debate. It's been shut down, okay? So, so even rationale only goes so far because we've seen a departure from that. Uh, uh, here we go. Uh, Greek thinking elevates knowledge or Western thinking, let's just say now, because I know the Greek people are starting to get, you hacking on me all the time when you just, just, just back off. Western thinking elevates knowledge and intellectualism, the sciences and ideologies. Hebrew, it's doing and it's a practical book. Do you know why? This is scary. We are trained years beyond our obedience. Give me more knowledge. Why don't you go out and save someone? Knowledge. Oh, mystical knowledge. It's hopeless. It's a doing book. Witness to someone, somewhere, somehow. You know, it's a good way. Park over a driveway. <laughs> Bind the spirit of anger. <laughs> you have a deliverance session right there. You might not have success with that one. We'll just, you know, uh, boogie boogle is better. Okay, so, <coughs> so, 
<laughs> um, we want to get understanding and then we'll do it. But the Bible says, if you do it, you'll get understanding. <laughs> and so what happens is that when, I guarantee nearly everyone's experienced this. You look at your backgrounds, you look at your bloodline, you look at the cultural limitations. And you go, you sit down, get out your calculator going, I'm only gonna make so much money. I'm only gonna be so healthy. I'm only gonna achieve so much. Uh, uh, uh. And it all makes sense because it's built on precedent, statistics, rationale and trajectories. It, it, it checks out, but it produces nothing. Whereas we wanna tap into the limitless grace and power of God. Completely different. So the Prince of Greece actually has made the church weak because we should be like doing way more than just, just peaceful, moderate and resting. Oh, well, Romans 13. And that's what they believed in World War II. It is what it is. Anyway, it talks about in, in, in 2 Corinthians uh, 10 verses five, uh, 3 to 5. Don't put it up. I don't have it, so you can't. Um, it talks about casting down arguments. The word is logismos, where we get uh, uh, logismae. Logism, I? No worries, my? Okay. <laughs> That's how it reads. Just, I'm just dealing with my phonetics. Logism, I? To take an inventory. Look at my? Logism, I? And so, what it means to is to take an inventory, to reason, to reckon, to suppose. So, you actually have arguments that exalt themselves against the knowledge of God. So, the knowledge of God isn't just transcendent. If given a centerpiece in the human heart, it invades everything. It actually takes over. And so what happens is that it says, do not lean on your own understanding, but trust in the Lord with all your heart. You can only lean on a structure. So when you build your life through just rational thought, right, you actually lean on it. But the God says, don't lean on that, lean on me. Don't make me break in a song. Okay. <laughs> Where's DC talk when you need them? Anyway, so, all right. <laughs> we're, we're called to, if you, if you try and engage with this logical realm, a lot of demonic powers, they are more well-educated than most solicitors and barristers and will argue you under the table. Will argue, they don't understand the power of the grace of God. They don't understand the power of the blood and how people are completely forgiven like the new creations. But when you start to argue and lean on your own understanding, you'll get beaten every time. So this is the power of the Prince of Greece. It causes the church to be in a place of defeat based on being limited by the five senses, okay? All right, here we go. So what happened is that I actually prayed with a bunch of people online and we got to get them to renounce or divorce the Prince of Greece. That is re rationale and reasoning to be above the knowledge of God. We got them to do that. Now what I'm gonna do, this is called correlation, uh, or as Christina would say, correlation, okay? And so in a second, we're gonna put up, it says Dan Devar one. I did a podcast with him. You got, I want you to see this, is because Christina had the dream, third year of Cyrus, same chapter, Trump, 1789, number 45. So I did this podcast, and at the end of the podcast, I got people to renounce leaning on their own understanding, okay? Because, because being healed supernaturally doesn't make sense. Sowing and reaping, tithing, giving, whatever you wanna call it, 
and coming into greater blessing. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. But in heaven it does. What does five plus two equal? Seven. Well, no, it actually means at least 5,000 according to the fishes and loaves story. See, you, you, see, this is what God wants us to tap into, but it doesn't mean kissing our brains goodbye. It means to tap into heavenly wisdom. So anyway, history maker, we can put the first Dan, da, Dan Deval, um pitch, please. <coughs> so what you got is, what's the date? 19th of July, 2019. And we actually, I don't know, 10,000 plus have watched it now. And so we got right, the, the point is, is that we exposed the Prince of Greece and we got people to do, to divorce it, to say, I renounce leaning on my own understanding. I wanna walk according to the revelation of heaven. Got them to renounce it and boom, I went into an encounter and I literally saw something like a matrix and being people being pulled off the matrix. Wouldn't it be really interesting if demons had no life in themselves and all they did was use human beings as battery packs? What if enough battery packs say, I'm out? The demons gets displaced. So we got them on the 19th of July to renounce and divorce the Prince of Greece to come under revelation knowledge and not leaning on their own understanding. I'm doing a camp in Cairns, a family camp in Cairns. And Dan DeVal contacts me and goes, Todd, check out the news three hours after it was released online. Look what happened. So put the next picture up, please. <laughs> Look at the date. Is that the 19th of July? Is that the same day? That happened within a couple of hours. So basically there was a, no one was harmed in this spiritual experiment. People going, you killed people. I did not. The point is this. <laughs> I kill you. No, I didn't. So, so basically what happens is when you touch a realm of the knowledge of God and we've got enough people to go, I'm done. I am complete, Holy Ghost. I want, I want spirit of wisdom. I want, I want a heavenly knowledge. Help me. Right? And then whew, something just changed. It happened within three hours. Who finds that quite crazy? Come on. See, you have to see yourself as a history maker. And, 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 and when, if you ever get tempted to go into a level of hubris or pride, just remember, remember, don't get caught up. When the donkey was walking, was, was carrying Jesus into Jerusalem and everyone's going, yeah, Hosanna, palm fronds closed. And the donkey's going, oh, look at all these people come out to see me. If you start to believe your own headlines, you're missing it. God resists the proud. But you're a history maker. Can someone say amen? Because I, I wasn't like, we're gonna do, okay, I've got an all, I've got an earthquake faith here. No, we're just, just obeying the Lord. He's the one that does it. He's a science. You've got the Trump thing, you've got the Prince of Greece dream, you've got this, corresponds. You know what's really interesting? July 2019, the Prince of Greece was still pretty strong. Who thinks the world's gone cray-cray in the last three years? Come on, crazy. Kissed, reason, goodbye. Kissed, reason, goodbye. We are gonna mandate people to take an injection that doesn't work or you'll lose your life. You'll lose your job. Disgraceful pressure, okay? And people go, oh, but there's no rationale because it's demonic, just being honest. Can someone say amen? Come on. 
because we can't this peaceful, moderate resting. I'll move my car when I'm good and ready. Okay, so, <laughs> so what you got? If you told me in 2019 the things are happening now, I wouldn't believe you because we're no longer under the Prince of Greece. Logic doesn't carry any weight anymore. You, 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 even the, the, we're talking. We're talking. I don't care what you say, but don't call ideology science. Don't call it that, because it ain't. It's not demonstrable. It goes against the spirit of science. It's now ideological dogma. So if if you let's let's put up the first picture that we put up before, 2019 again, University of Auckland. How to get people to eat bugs and drink sewage? Who thinks that's not very logical? It's okay, it's your own sewage. The ultimate recycling. Boy, you'd need to brush often, wouldn't you? Anyway, so. It's true. It's true. Dental industry went through the roof. Okay. Oh, so, <laughs> September the 2nd, 2019, University of Auckland. Oh my gosh, I am so glad New Zealand is not the. Uh, uh, Global crash test dummy for globalism. Oh, phew. It's a university. What could possibly go wrong? How to get people to eat bugs and drink sewage. If you said that in 2019, you go, no, nah, it's not going to happen. You hearing what I'm saying? You know, it's the, power, the power of conditioning is real because we look at it and go, I sort of knew this was going in this direction. Dude, could you? It only gets one step worse. How to get people to eat and drink their own sewage. That's, no, 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 no. We, we, you, you've got to see the outrage of it because it's all now done in the, in the name of sustainability. Okay? You've got millionaires, billionaires flying around in planes as much as they want, high level clearance, diplomatic clearance, whatever, but farting cows are bringing down this planet. And you've got to be a special kind of stupid to buy into that. And that's where you get the Prince of Greece, logic. Even we are more feelers, we are feelers that think, not thinkers that feel. If you can psychologically hack into people and get them to change their feelings, they will do that. And you go, oh, it's a bit of a draw in the long boat, Todd, you know. Let's have a look at this next one. The next uh, number two, please. World Economic Forum. Why we need to give insects the role they deserve, deserve in our food systems. Can you believe you're seeing this? No, it's just a bunch of really rich, relevant people. But this is where it's going because they're starting to put it out there. Did you know that, keep that up there because I wanted to utterly disgust you and it's working, good. <coughs> Seriously, it's sort of like going, I didn't know a picture could just bring a gag reflex yet, here we are. Um, so what happens is you need to see how this works. Prince of Greece broken, 2019. See, still people in that place, but the world went crazy. Riots all across America, voter fraud. I said it. Everywhere, like, like everything went mad. I mean, mad. And because of the Greek moderate thinking, what's on telly? We have to change. We need to say, God, I need your wisdom. Spirit of wisdom, spirit of heavenly knowledge. Holy Spirit, I need your grace. And so you go, yeah, but that's still out there. Let's put up the next one. 
put up by, uh, posted by a certain, certain rogue senator, absolutely out of control, okay? <coughs> Look at this. The University of Adelaide is telling visitors to eat bugs to save the environment. Anyone still think the push towards an insect diet is a conspiracy theory? Forget about it. He was just telling me that they've done this in a thousand schools, a thousand schools across the country are doing this. So as I was saying, 2019 things changed. And then at the end of 2019, it was called Event 21 at the John Hopkins Medical Centre. And they said, oh, imagine if COVID or something broke out, came through pigs, went through South America. I can't remember what the hypothetical was. They literally did it. They got people prepped, predictive programming. And next thing you know, you're seeing, you're seeing fraudulent images coming out of China. People are collapsing in the streets. Oh, pull your skirt over your head, church, and run for the hills. Legit. We have to overcome in the power of God. But we first need the wisdom and the counsel of God. So this is actually what happened. So here, remember Nancy Reagan? Because there was a crack epidemic, there was a cocaine epidemic, and she goes, you know, kids, it's, 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 it's very similar. Just imagine Nancy Reagan was here and he's speaking to school children. He goes, children, you know, if someone comes up to you in the playground, just say no to bugs. <laughs> that didn't go over to her, did it? You guys need to know your history. She said, no, say no to drugs, okay? And it's like, <laughs> but seriously, gosh, you guys need to read more. Shababa, I suppose that's why I'm here. Anyway, so... I will read for you. <laughs> oh, I'm getting tired. Anyway, <laughs> it's been much uh, for the pressure. Um, <laughs> so I think with the new monarch, things are going to be crazy because he's very, 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 very excited about uh, the climate crisis, very excited about population reduction, very public in the public domain. So we need to go, Holy Ghost, I thank you. You put me on the earth in this season. And I just thank you. You've called me to be a history maker. And that is the glory of God to conceal a matter and a glory of kings to seek it out. And it's exciting. It's, you've got to see it as exciting because the way of life that we had might not have been heaven's ideal. You know, might, might not have been. So we get to learn what it is to ascend and actually meet the Lord in the clouds. Yeah, Isaiah 60 who are these that fly like clouds, like doves to their roosts? Yeah. And he's coming in the clouds. Yeah. And when God manifests on the earth, he manifests through clouds. You read your, your, your major prophets, you read your book of Revelation, it's coming in the clouds. Who are these that fly like clouds? Come on, who's excited? I can't be breaking the matrix that bad in your brain. Because now you're going, I mean, this is, this is the shallow end of the kiddie pool, trust me. So at the moment, what happens is we, we, we I, I want such a hunger in you to go, Holy Ghost, I want the spirit of wisdom. Please give me wisdom. I ask for wisdom. Because I know in our household, we, we, we need it to function. Spirit of wisdom. Now, now right, I'm, gonna do, I'm gonna put on my salesman hat. We're gonna be selling the old spirit of wisdom to you, mate. All right, let's just see if you're into it. If it's what you need and you think it's almost a panacea for all of what ails you. All right, here we go. Proverbs 24.3. Yeah, wisdom, I, I, I need change. I just certainly need to be a bit, little bit more smart. Proverbs 24 verses three and four. If you have that. 
Proverbs 24, 3 and 4. Do I have it there? Yes, thank you. (coughs) Through wisdom, a house is built and by understanding it is established. Wisdom and understanding, yep. By knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Wisdom gets everything done. Wisdom was there at creation. You want wisdom. With all you're getting, get understanding. Wisdom is the principal thing. And wisdom is crying out for you. You go, I'm praying for wisdom. No, wisdom's praying for you. All right, next one, please. What have we got? We'll just chuck up. What have we got in the... Happy is the man who finds wisdom and the man who gains understanding. For her proceeds are better than the profits of silver and her gain uh, greater than gold, fine gold. She is more precious than rubies and all the things you may desire cannot compare with her. Length of days is in our right hand and in her left hand are riches and honour. Her ways are paths of pleasantness and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her and happy are all those who retain her. The Lord by the... And happy are all those who retain her. The Lord by wisdom founded the earth. By understanding, he established the heavens. By his knowledge, the depths were broken up and clouds dropped down the dew. <laughs> My son, let, not, let them not depart from your eyes. Keep sound wisdom and discretion. So they will be life to your soul and a grace to your neck. So we're talking honour, long life, riches, preservation. With all of your getting, get understanding, wisdom is the principal thing. And so let's try Proverbs 9 verses 1 to 6. <coughs> wisdom has built her house. She has hewn out her seven pillars. Ooh. She has slaughtered her meat. She has mixed her wine. She has also furnished her table. She has sent out her maidens. She cries out. Wisdom's crying out. Wisdom's saying, fill the dreams, will you partner with me? She's calling out. She's calling out. It actually says in James, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God and not doubt. Because God gives generously. So she sent out her maidens. She cries out from the highest places of the city. Whoever is simple, someone say amen? No. Whoever is simple, Let him turn in here. It's just for the men. As for him, just men here. Go back, buddy. Go back. As for him who lacks understanding, she says to him, Come, eat of my bread and drink of the wine I have mixed. Forsake foolishness and live and go in the way of understanding. Is that finito? Yep, it is. So you start to see is the spirit of wisdom is saying, son, daughter, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added. Central in the kingdom of God is the wisdom of God, the knowledge of God, the counsel of God and the fear of the Lord. See, this is what's so exciting because we get so caught up in the Greek material world. I need this fix like this. And Lord goes, no, not by my, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. You see what's happening at the moment? They talk about, oh, the COVID, you know. <laughs> it happens, you know. And then that's why they made the movie Bugs Life. No, I don't know. And, and so, <coughs> predictive programming. 
We, 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 to transcend this is laying a hold of the spirit of wisdom. Let wisdom, the spirit of wisdom be your best friend. Holy Ghost. And so uh, let's do Proverbs chapter one, verses 20 to 23. Wisdom calls aloud outside. She raises her voice in the open squares. She cries out in the chief concourses. See that she's calling your name out. You gotta see that wisdom is calling your name. All the openings of the gates in the city, she speaks her words. How long, you simple ones, will you love simplicity? For scorners delight in their scorning and fools hate knowledge. Turn at my rebuke. Surely I will pour out my spirit on you. I will make my words known to you. So wisdom's calling you out. This is, this, this is exciting because this is one of the very few things where God says, I already wanna give it to you. Now healing is implied. It's the children's bread. By his stripes we are healed, by his stripes you were healed. But here, above and beyond healing. Does God wanna prosper me? Yeah. If you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, he became rich that through his poverty you might become, uh, he, he, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, though he was rich, he became poor that through his poverty we might become rich. I'm not talking about like a Cadillac and you know, blinged up and all that. I'm talking about everything you need to fulfill your purpose in life. Okay? Push down, squash together, overflowing. All right? And so God wants to get all that stuff's easy stuff. He says, I wanna co-reign with you. I wanna reign through you, but I cannot reign through a fool. I need the children of wisdom. Wisdom was there at creation. With all you get and get understanding, wisdom is a principal thing. Holy Ghost. So can we put the uh, music pads on, please? That'd be great. We're gonna pray in a second before we take communion, so don't get, don't get your communion yet. I want us to pray and... Uh, for those who haven't done this before or you feel like you need a top up, we're gonna renounce leaning on our own understanding. We're gonna renounce it. The things that we've been taught in the media now, <laughs> it's just rubbish. Sorry, I did see what these, I see this young guy the other day. You know the wind farms? He thought the wind farms are there because of global warming. You know, it's like putting the fan on. <laughs> oh dear. Someone turn the fan up. Bit of global warming going on here. Said no bird ever. All right, so. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> we still cling to our own understanding and I'm telling you right now is that we need to go after wisdom. And you don't just pray at once. I want you to, Spirit of Wisdom, I ask you to help me. Spirit of Wisdom, I ask you to show me things. You already got a head start because wisdom's looking for you. Wisdom is, isn't it sort of like, standing here like this, go, oh, you know, if you want to be blessed, I'll just come over here. No, so she's crying out aloud. She's crying out aloud. Already when you say yes to wisdom from here, you're in a point of agreement. And on earth that is, is in heaven. God is looking, that's why Daniel, enemy couldn't touch him. It's pretty impressive. Lion's den, pretty impressive stuff. They said, only, people can only worship this image here. And he goes, I'm gonna open the window and do the same thing I've ever done. 
even when the son of Nebuchadnezzar was so arrogant, hubris, drinking out of the golden articles of the temple and the hand appeared and wrote on the wall, your time is up, you've been waiting, you've been found and wanting. Daniel was like, it wasn't like, oh, ministry. He was on such a high level. I get to put up the fire. He interpreted it and the kingdom changed that day. It's prophesied in Isaiah 13. Happened that night, Belshazzar. And so, with all of your getting, get understanding, wisdom is the principal thing. Jesus is the wisdom of God. You know what? Jesus was thirsty and He got a bit tired and was hungry. And then He wept out of compassion. But Jesus was never freaked out. Jesus never ran back into the green room surrounded by His staff and lifted His robe over His head. I'm burning out, man. He constantly said, I only do what I see the Father doing. And wisdom is justified by her children. Make it your life quest. We go, but the just to live by faith. Wisdom will instruct you about the realm of faith. But I've got scars, I've got emotional healing. Wisdom will reveal to you what you need to do. Because all very close together is wisdom, knowledge, counsel, understanding, and the fear of the Lord. Not in that order. Fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Who feels a hunger growing on the inside of them? Come on. Do you know why? Like, oh, honestly, honestly, law firm's going very busy at the moment. We don't pray, God, give us more money. We just don't do that. We're always asking for wisdom. You get wisdom, money chases you. You guys have been, a lot of you have been here for a while now. We, 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 we don't break your chops every week telling you the same thing in a different way about money. Because when you go after wisdom, money chases you down. Because wisdom has said you're already qualified. You're on God, the same page as the Lord and He wants to get it done. God wants those people saved through you more than you do. He wants those families coming to alignment in a scroll more than you do. He wants your body whole more than you want it whole. But it says with all you're getting, get understanding, wisdom is the principal thing. Wisdom is the principal thing. Holy Ghost. Okay. What we're gonna do, I'm not saying there's gonna be an earthquake. I, I can't feel that earthquake faith on me because I never did have it. All right, <laughs> just happened. But seriously, if you're connected to a real God, real cosmic events should happen. Okay, just look at things like Munta. He's the hero, but he does the signs and we just wonder. You see that white horse, you see that bell, you see Munta turn into Field Street next to the central markets and you're going, those are signs that make me wonder. But I want you to be excited and really start to pursue these pathways. Your finance, your relationships, your destiny, long life, all those things come out of the realm of wisdom. What I'm going to do is I'm going to lead you guys in a prayer. The first thing we do is going to re- we're going to renounce leaning on our own understanding. We're just going to renounce it. 
It's called repent. Seriously. We've all, you know what happens is something happens in the world. It's not good. And you sit there and you get out your calculator. If I just do this and if I move those four matchsticks out of column A to column B, and if I just over here and I just cut back in here and do that like this. And the Lord's going, I own a cattle on a thousand hills. Ah, Lord God, you've made the heavens and the earth by your great power. Nothing is too difficult for you. Everything that is already has been, there is nothing new under the sun. You start leaning to wisdom and faith starts to do like this. Because never, ever, ever, Jesus has never stressed. And if you're created in His image and He's on the inside of you, neither should you be. It's exciting. You know what? God forbid we even have fun. God forbid we, we have joy. We're going through all this crazy stuff. They go, why are you so happy? You go, well, the world didn't give it and the world can't take it away. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. And it's not our joy. It says the joy of the Lord is our strength. Nehemiah, it's his joy. Lord, I'm gonna need to borrow some of that. <laughs> Can you baptise me in how happy you are? That's the joy of the Lord. The pathways of wisdom. You know, Kevin Zadai dies and goes to heaven. I don't know what happened to him, but he was at the dentist. Don't let that put you off. And the Lord says, I'm sending you back. And He says, you can't possibly lose. He said, you've already won. You're in my eternal kingdom. You're my son, I love you. You know what? When you start seeing that glass half full, you're going, you can't lose. How can you possibly lose when you're destined to win? You're already going to heaven. David says, he got like, like in, in, in. the law of diminishing return. Give me that, give me that. Oh, what a, oh, I don't have that, give me that. And it's, 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 it's a black hole. And then David, oh Lord, he goes, restore unto me the joy of my salvation. And you go, oh, he's bought me, he's redeemed me. He's journeying with me. What a great place to start. Now, Lord, I ask for wisdom. I ask for wisdom and understanding. I ask you, Lord. And he goes, I've already prepared it for you. Now you just got to hold. If you want to pray, renounce and receive, stand up, please. Stand up. I don't want us to be peaceful and moderate. <laughs> now, close your eyes. This is what you have to see. If the Prince of Greece changed time, the Prince of Persia changed, changed time, how much more the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, the Spirit of wisdom, can your season change in your life? Well, the Lord says it can. So what we're gonna do, what I would say, first we're going to renounce and serve a bill of divorce upon exalting our own understanding above the knowledge of God. And then we're going to invite the spirit of wisdom and understanding to visit us, to manifest on the inside of us. I can feel, I can feel a spirit of faith, a spirit of faith. Sometimes it might look like way more dreams. Sometimes, honestly, I, I, I'm not kidding. I'm just honestly, I say this before the Lord. Sometimes I wake up in the morning from sleep feeling smarter than the day before. I know something's been imparted to me. I just wake up feeling smarter. You know, beats reading. Anyway, so spirit of wisdom. It's very important that we honour wisdom. We honour the Spirit of God. 
So it starts with, so just put your hands out in faith. Just put your hands out in faith. Close your eyes. Just say, Lord, nice and loud. Lord, I thank You. It says, any two or more agree touching something on earth is done in heaven. Right now, I repent and renounce on exalting my own knowledge above the knowledge of God. I serve a bill of divorce to the Prince of Greece. I renounce all fear-based thinking, meditating on things that make me anxious. I renounce it now and I ask forgiveness and the blood of Jesus. Spirit, You are my friend. You're my helper. You're my paraclete. I ask You, Spirit of wisdom, to visit me. Spirit of understanding, dwell with me. Spirit of knowledge, manifest in me. Manifest in my children. Manifest in my family manifest in my friends. And I thank You, according to Your Word, that the knowledge of the glory will cover the earth like the waters cover the sea. I say yes to You, wisdom. And I say yes to You, understanding. In Jesus' Name. Some of you are about to get a lot smarter. Grab your communions and seal the deal. You've already prayed. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Ah. Just say no to bugs, kids. <laughs> There's going to be bug pushers everywhere. Careful of the local bug pusher. Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, when you guys are praying, I could feel the pleasure of the Lord. You know, do you know what's really powerful is when you start to want what God wants for you? When you come into agreement and say, son and daughter, I want to give you wisdom and understanding. When you come into agreement with what He wants for you, it's done. It's done. What I would say going forward is just hold that. Look up Proverbs, Ephesians, um, Corinthians, but especially Proverbs and start to, start to feed on what the words of wisdom. But, the, but what we don't understand is wisdom is connected to all creativity. It's not just more data points, it's creativity. But I wanna create wealth, creativity. But I want to invent something with intellectual property rights that can be leveraged indefinitely. Creativity. Residual income. Creativity. <laughs> Living the life of Riley. Okay, anyway, so you get it. Um, so this is really, really cool. We're gonna leave it there at 1212, Ultimate Government. So 
Who's excited? Seriously. But start to really cultivate that hunger for wisdom because within the realm of wisdom, you get everything else. Can someone say Amen? Have a great day. See you Tuesday or this afternoon.